It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, bon weekend, Simon Marcel. Bon weekend, Angie Taylor. How do you say weekend in French? We say weekend. You do? Actually, we, we use so you say American, bon weekend. Bon weekend. So that's happy weekend. Happy weekend. All bon right. weekend. Good weekend. Good weekend. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships. That's what this show's about. You're stuck with us to talk about it if you need advice. If you just want to listen in and comment on anything you hear or email us at simonandangie.com. We're opening up our phone lines right now. Let's get to your love stories, 855-905-8255. So we walked in tonight, and I already see mm-hmm. that the phones are lit up. We have a question, Simon, mm-hmm. um, from a listener next, talking about something that could be a very vital deal breaker in your relationship. Simon, let's say mm-hmm. you love someone. Yes, You've been dating for a few months, whatever. Yeah. Something comes up where it's so definitive, like a, a life thing with you where you can't, like, this is a deal breaker. Okay. I cannot. Is there something that you can think of right now off the top of your head that would be, I cannot. If I said I want to have children, would that be a deal breaker? Yeah. Because you have decided you don't, which is great. That's yeah, where you're I at. Cannot. Okay. Perfect. So that's where we're going. Deal breakers. Um, what is the big thing for you mm-hmm. and um i think the person that we have on hold from what i can see uh what she wants to talk about this could be a huge deal breaker and i my best friend is in this situation and okay. i know this would be a complete deal breaker with her okay um so when we come back we're going to go to eliza in jersey and we can talk about deal breakers in your relationship next on the rendezvous with simon and angie It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for checking us out tonight. We are love, dating, romance, and relationships. That is the show. It's the love and the Mm ooh-la-la in the studio tonight. Simon Marcel, our French romantic, is here. And um, let's go to the phone, Simon. I want to talk. I know we had the phones waiting when we got here. 855-905-8255. Listening right now in Blairstown, New Jersey. Here is Eliza listening on Max 106.3. Hey, Eliza. Hey, bonjour. Thanks for calling in. I understand you need some advice. Yeah. My issue is that I'm vegan and my boyfriend is not, um, Mm. which is, you know, I didn't think was a a deal breaker for me, but I feel like he's always kind of pressuring me to eat meat and cheese and eat things that I don't want to eat. Like he kind of... How long have you been dating, Eliza? um, it's It's about six months now. You've been dating six months. And how long have you been vegan? Is this like a lifelong thing? Yeah, I've been vegan for over two years now. And this is the reason I asked, Simon, mm-hmm. because uh, my best friend in the world is vegan. And it's a social reason for her rather than like a trendy health reason. She's about the animals, the treatment, the processing, all of that. And so there's nothing in the world that could sway her away. Sure. And she would be so offended if somebody tried to push a meat or a cheese on her. So are you a social vegan, meaning you are about the animals, or are you just like a trendy vegan? No, I am a moral vegan. Yes, so you're um, like my girlfriend. moral vegan. And that's why, Simon, when I saw this call yeah. on hold, I said this is, could be a deal-breaker call because this is a life choice, a lifestyle. It is your, but- it's your life. And so for somebody to make a uh, an affront on what you believe in is very hard to digest for l- lack of a better pun 
I understand. I mean, Aiza, you, you, how much you like this guy? Okay, so he's attacking the way you eat, what you eat. How much you like him? Do you love him? I mean, I do. And you I do love in him. In general, like everything is great. It's just this one thing. It's, let me explain. It's a passive aggressive move. On so, his part? Yes, on his part. So when he attacks the fact you're vegan, I don't think it's about that. I think he's using this passive aggressive move. Because he's because, insecure? No, because he's unhappy with you with something else. And what I want to know is what is it? Because once you say, which is obvious, you've been together for months, you're vegan. It's not new. There's no reason. I don't think it's passive aggressive. I think it's a lack of education on his part <sighs> about how serious she is. And But it hurts her feelings. Of course. So the goal of the man's mind is to hurt her feelings. And I don't think it's about the food. I don't think he thinks it's hurtful because I think a lot of people think it's a fad. And so I think he's just okay. teasing her for the way she eats and doesn't realize it's deeper than that. Do you agree with that? I kind of agree with you, Angie, that that's kind of what it, it seems like to He's me. He's teasing her, like, um, eat this but, cheese, because I eat cheese, and it's good, and it's fun, but, but it's, it's deeper okay. than just what tastes good. It's, it's, it's I be, have a, a point. I didn't really think about it that way before, but I don't really know what it could be if it's something deeper. But okay. I would have the conversation, to be honest. Can you hang on one sure. second, because I want to go into, um, I want to get to the bottom of it when we come back. Because I think, yeah. Simon, you are on to something with the passive-aggressive. Yeah, because it's a technique I want to explain. Okay, when we return on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's a rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We have Eliza on the line still. Thank you for hanging on from Jersey, listening on Max 106.3. Eliza, you're a hardcore vegan. You're a social vegan. You're about the animals. The boyfriend mm -hmm. is messing with you of six months, keeps thinking it's funny to push cheese in your face, meat in your face. Simon, you see this as a passive-aggressive move. I, yes. To explain this, let's say a couple of weeks ago you've upset him for something. And the argument in your mind and his is over, but in his heart, it's not. Three weeks later, he will attack you on something that has nothing to do with the original agreement. And that's why when I heard your story, I felt he was using that just to get under your skin, to annoy you and to attack you on something that is not discutable. It's not, there's nothing to talk about. We have to respect the vegan, just like somebody else to respect a religion or anything. There's nothing to talk about. I there. agree, Simon, that it is a passive-aggressive move. I think it's for a different reason than what you're saying. I believe it's passive-aggressive because Eliza is so passionate about something that he doesn't understand and that he's not involved with, and it makes someone insecure. I think she should ask him the question, what's wrong with you to and, attack me? Okay, and have you asked him that question? I feel like I've mentioned it like you um, I think you, you need know. to be pointed. What Simon is saying, I agree with is say this is important to me. It's part of who I am. And if you don't like it, mm -hmm. then we can't be together. If you want to learn more about it to at least you don't have to be a part of it, but at least respect me, then I will be here to teach you because but, I care about you. And ask yeah. the question, why do you want to hurt my feelings? Right. Because that's what I want to know. The he intent. probably doesn't even think he's hurting your feelings. But, he thinks he's funny. Let's give a chance I for discussion. I feel like that seems to be the case. Like, he thinks it's funny, and he doesn't understand that it's not funny to me. Like, it's a really it is a big part of who I am. And that's what you need to say. Important. Yes, that can be a deal breaker. And let's just respect each other no matter what mm -hmm. our differences are. All right, more of The Rendezvous when we come back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So many ways you can get a hold of us if you need dating, love, romance, relationship advice. You can call us anytime at 855-905-8255. Also, our website, simonandangie.com. Mm -hmm. Our social. 
Also, Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel is here, our French romantic, every night. We have you. American realist. Yes. Captain of this ship. Oh, thank you, my love. Yes. yes. I am Angie Taylor. I will keep it real. So, Simon, what's coming up next I'm really excited about because we do a thing called date or dump all the time. Mm-hmm. And date or dump is basically you've been dating somebody for maybe a day, a week, a month, two months. Yeah. Red flags go off. Oh, my gosh. This is so weird. I don't know if I'm being paranoid or if I should date or dump this person. We'll give you a definitive answer, or we'll mm-hmm. try to. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we don't agree, but we'll try to give you some advice. The twist on this one is usually data dumps are very weird. Not weird, but just very strange and context, and people are usually more comfortable emailing us those. This one is a live call, and I'm so excited because they're on hold, and I don't think we've ever, have we ever had a live date or dump? Uh, maybe the first time we maybe have a live one. First one. Okay, good. Because it's exciting. Usually they're a little extra risky, strange, and crazy. Yes. Yeah, so I'm uh-huh. kind of excited. When we come back, let's take a live date or dump. Should this person continue to date? It has to do with an Instagram account. I'm very excited. We'll find out what that's all about next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for checking out The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, and relationships. Uh, We're taking your calls right now. 855-905-8255. Simon Marcel, we usually get our date or dump emails Mm -hmm. because sometimes they're very racy and people Mm -hmm. don't want to... Uh, talk about them on the air so they'll email us that's okay we'll give you our advice absolutely on email too but this date or dump is a call that we have right now so let's go to the lines listening in st petersburg florida on mix 100.7 let's say hello to mia hi mia bonjour mia hi oh my god i love you guys so much Ah, you're so cute hi mia so you have a date or dump what's going on Yeah, so I've been dating this guy for a couple months, and he follows this Instagram account called Gym Glutes. (laughs) I don't wait a minute, Gym Glutes, as in booty. Yeah, Gym Glutes. Wait, is this a? Yeah, um, hold on. I've never heard. Oh my gosh! Okay, so Jill, our producer, just pulled it up. Yeah. Hi, Simon (laughs) is now like, hi, I'm signing up for this one. So this is. All girls with booty things? What's going on on this site? Yeah, they're just doing, like, squats or butt exercises. It's basically just, like, an entire Instagram of butt. Yeah, I'm looking at it now, yes. (laughs) No, Simon literally just wrote down... (laughs) Okay, gym glutes. And so, okay, I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh because you have a serious question here. And so what is your question, Mia? So... He follows it, and that's one thing, but, like, I've caught him leaving comments. Like, he'll say, nice form, or, like, keep up the good work. And Stop like, it. Oh, no, I told him it's really creepy, and it kind of weirds me out that he does this and that he's commenting that. Yeah, the but- comments. I can understand. I mean, I'm sure, like, our boyfriends and husbands scroll through a lot of Instagram profiles that we don't even know about and don't make comments just because they're voyeurs, but to actually leave comments. Um, well, Simon, I'll let you take this first. What do you think date or dump for Mia with her boyfriend I mean, here? Mia, besides this, is this man a good man? Do you like him a lot? Simon. No, please. I want to know okay, if, okay, if okay. you know, before we answer. All right. Yeah. I mean, like I like him, but if this creeps me out, I don't know why he won't stop doing it. Right. So, but but if he stops, you you will you you continue to date him happily. There's that's the only problem. 
I think. I mean, I don't know if I'll be this, able to get it out of my head. See, now. it's the trust thing, though. It's not the fact that he's get, oh, saying things on jimglutes.com or whatever it is. It's the fact that she's not, she found out. How did you find out, by the way? Did somebody tip you off or did you see his thing? Like, you know how I, you can, like, look at, like, what people you're following yes. are doing? What, like, what they're I commenting on? Yeah. Yeah, okay. one of his comments. So it's not, it's the fact that she found out in a weird way, and it's, like, but all is, about booty. I, I see it's, that, it, but wait, let's be, it's I'm watching. It's the closest watching, thing to but naked. But it's a gym. Okay, I'm looking at it now. And there is only women doing Simon. exercises. Okay. There's not risque. I saw my husband commenting good form on gym glutes. I I'm not saying it's the right thing to do. Don't know how quick I could grab a knife. Well, don't. don't Because in me, okay, maybe it's me as a guy, but I don't think this is the end of the world. Lies. I get no, no lies. I just think Mia is looking for a way out. I don't think it's no. about this. No. Mia, I mean, I, I get it. So what do you say? Date or dump? I say dump. Because I don't Why? Think she, because I don't think she's into him. She I doesn't think, trust him. No, I don't think so. I think this is an excuse to get out of it. Uh-uh. And I respect that. Mia, I also say dump for a different reason. You already don't trust him. And girl, I wouldn't trust him either because oh, if it was my huh? husband on Gluteus Maximus Big Bootyus, Big drop it like it's hot.com. I in commenting like nice squats, good booty, what's going on? I would be so upset. So no. Dump and dump so, and dump. Well, we both agree for the different reasons. The trust is reason. gone. The trust is gone. But we both agree, Angie. Okay. You know what? I'm sorry to lay that on you, Mia. I th- I oh, think she- that's okay. Thank you guys. I'm sure you have a beautiful booty. Yeah, please. <laughs> Yourself. Oh my God. And good luck to you, babe, okay? Call yes. the rendezvous anytime. Thank you. Have a good one. Thank you, you too, good Mia. night, Mia. More of the rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. Thanks for listening. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. We had a call uh, from Mia saying that her boyfriend is on some very questionable Instagram pages making comments. And, <laughs> you know, that leads me to, you know, when you're in a new relationship, Sometimes social media can make or break your relationship, Simon, don't you think? I, I agree, and I saw your reaction was di- different than mine on that gym video that we just talked to Mia about. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask you, what are the red flags when you think of social media? What do you think are the do's and the don'ts? Well, I think if you're following all of your exes and commenting on all of their things, I don't yeah. know, uh, that might have cause for concern, raise a red flag. Okay, I agree. Um, complaining about the person that you're currently dating on social media that's going to be bad. Right. Like if you post photos that are a little too risque one way or the other. I'm a married woman. I go out with my girls. We have fun. But if I have my boobies all out on social media, that's not a good thing probably. <laughs> have you ever seen anything from anyone you were dating or were interested in where it was like, oh, this is not good? Yeah. One thing I remember is I saw an ex-girlfriend of mine in Ohio posted a, a, a naked picture of one of the NBA players of the Cavaliers. Whoa. And I said to myself, what are, are you, you doing? Are you serious? She posted and a picture of another guy naked? Yeah. In Sports Illustrated, there was those those NBA players naked. And so she oh, posted yeah, the that. naked issue. Yes. Yeah. And she said, so hot. And, and she was dating me at the time. I was very upset. I, I, I did that with what? Javi Baez from the Cubs. Like, he was in the naked issue just recently, and I posted it. I'm like, oh, hi. No, you did not. Yeah. It's my job. Not. This is my job. Here I am, just trying to do my job, and I don't need your drama, Simon. <laughs> I don't need you coming down on me. My husband can 
you know, comment on Shakira's booty all the time. I, I just think so in I can all, talk about how they bias. I can huh? tell. I didn't like when she posted this NBA players and we were together. Well, then that's that was when a deal breaker. Sh- that's when you should post a picture of who's your uh, celebrity crush. Well, Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie, boom, picture right there. No, because I don't answer an aggression by an aggression. So no, I, you know what? It's not aggression. It's passive aggressive. <laughs> and I'm all about that. <laughs> I know. Angelina. All right, more of the rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bon weekend, Simon Marcel. Bon weekend. Great weekend. Happy weekend. And we are all about love, dating, romance, and relationships. You're in the thick of it this weekend. Mm -hmm. And your romance, and your relationships, and your dating life. I know there's drama going on, so why don't you call (laughs) and tell us about it, right? Yes. 855-905-8255. Simon and I are both here to give you some advice, Mm -hmm. whether it's the French romantic aspect of it or, or the or, american realist there you go that you are and there you go we are not medical professionals we just have <laughs> lived a life of drama and we're here for you we're your besties yes that's Best- us we're your besties in love call up if you have a comment if you need advice yourself also on social media twitter facebook instagram simon and angie and also simon and angie on the website yes send us an email we're here for you when we come back let's get to the calls next on the rendezvous with simon and angie Thanks for listening tonight. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. And we are love, dating, and romance. And we're going to take some calls right now, Simon. Mm -hmm. Listening now in Sarasota, Florida on Mix 100.7, here's Noah. Hey, Noah. Bonjour. Hi, how you doing? Hey, we're good. What's going on with you tonight? Uh, Not much. Just uh, I, my wife and I have been married for like 10 years and we have a several couples who have got married around the same time as us and um we're all good friends like most of the marriages i'm talking about are strong uh but like you know you get that like after seven eight nine ten years like i see people doing different things to try to keep it fresh and like and i'm just wondering if you guys had any thoughts on that because I, you know as, as your fresh? love like deep yeah, like your love deepens, but like the excitement wears off. So how do you okay. replace that? Or let me ask a, Let me ask a few questions before we give you our answers. You've been married ten years. Are you? Do you and your wife have children? No. Oh, you have no kids. So wait a minute. Nope. Are you bored? No, but I can. I'm. I guess I would say that it's a. It's a concern that I might become bored. I'm not bored yet, but like, how do you make <laughs> sure that you don't? Yeah. You're 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 sugarcoating it because there's no reason you would call into the rendezvous and ask a question about how to keep it spicy just in case I get bored (laughs) in the future. Unless there was a little something there. Am I right? It's possible. We're all friends here. We're being honest and we're here to help. So, Simon, 10 years together, married life. I, I will say, you know, I've been married almost seven years. Mm -hmm. I don't have a seven year itch, but things can get. A little redundant. They can get routine. You have your jobs. I We have a kid. I know that you don't, Noah. Um, so you have a little bit more opportunity than I do to be spontaneous. And mm-hmm. Simon, what would you say for advice for Noah? So, Noah, first of all, before to spice it up in the ooh-la-la, I would spice it up outside of the bedroom. I would bring back the romance. I would bring back trips, spa, 
uh, concerts, restaurants, new right. food. I mean, right? Try different things you haven't tried. So I would do a list of all the things you haven't had in the last 10 years or you miss, and you write this list down, and you ask your wife to write the same list. Honey, what is all the things you missed we haven't done or you want to do again? And you go with it. Because really, if you don't have children, you have the time and the money to do way more. To be spontaneous. Spontaneous. You and have that free. opportunity that so many people, especially in a 10-year marriage, Noah, that they don't have. Um, do you have the means, you and your wife, to be able to travel? Like, just for a weekend. I'm not saying, like, going to, you know, Saint-Tropez for a week. <sighs> I'm saying if you need to take a, a quick weekend getaway, do you guys have the means to do that? Yeah, and those okay. and we do those things, and our friends do those things too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Why are, you, why are you comparing yourself to your friends? Do you feel like there's something? I, I keep hearing your friends come up. Is there something they're doing that's more fulfilling that you hear about that you're not doing in your no, own relationship? No, no, not at all. It's um, in fact, not at all. I just I see that that I don't know. How do they seem like, happier to you? No, not at all. Like, but I know. They must be going through the same thing. So right. I see what they, yeah, that's all. So, but I mean, and, and not everybody. I mean, a lot, a lot of people, 10 years in, they're a little boredom. If you don't pay attention, it, it creeps on you. It's, it's just a yeah. natural thing because the two same people, the two same stories. Sure, in the same bedroom and the same TV shows you watch every night. The same, exactly. let's, let's have chicken for dinner and then we're going to watch This Is Us. And then maybe if you're lucky, like before bed, there's a little ooh-la-la, and sometimes there's not. I can understand how that becomes a routine. Can you hang on with us for one second, Noah? We have to take a quick break. But, Simon, when we come back, I want to talk about ways to reignite a spark Mm -hmm. that maybe isn't out. It's just a little dull. Mm-hmm. And we exactly. all get there. Yeah, relationships <laughs> ebb and flow, sweetie. That's how it goes. But sometimes I feel like the the valleys can get a little long, a little bit more than the peaks. So let's yeah. talk about how to get over those valleys next in your relationship on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We still have our caller on the line, Noah, in Florida, listening on Mix 100.7 in Sarasota. Thanks for hanging on, Noah. Noah's in a 10-year marriage. No kids. So the opportunity... When I hear 10-year marriage, no kids, and that the flame is dying, or just a little dull... I think opportunity is everywhere without children because you have the opportunity to be spontaneous, do things off the cuff, do things you've never done. You don't have to worry about getting a sitter or putting the kids somewhere for a weekend. Simon, what do you say to do in this situation? I say, and no, I understand, like, I think the majority of people in relationships very long term goes through that phase. It's totally normal. So I would play it romantic. To change the intimacy, to make it more spicy, I would say first and foremost, outside the bedroom. You can do be creatives. You can do things, small things. You can cook. You can learn to take cooking classes. You can do things together. Things you've never that done. That you've never done. Go back to basics, right? Yes. What did you do to woo her in the first place? Well, those kinds of things. That makes sense to start like outside of the bedroom. The, and the Every day, you know, yes. Yeah, yes, because for us men, we think... And we don't understand that what creates the spark of desire in women starts way outside and before the bedroom. Yes. And not just a way to change a technique inside the ulala. It's the warming up the fire. Yes. The, so the you're going to put wood in the fire of love and that starts outside. So that's why I love cooking classes. I love concerts. I love things they could do at the beginning. And then 
I don't say pretend you don't know each other, but reinvent each other by doing things you've never dared to done. Uh, this is, is going to sound crazy, but I sometimes will scroll through the local Groupons and think, oh, we've never done a trapeze class. Maybe that's something yeah. crazy and different. Or here's a whiskey tasting or here's a they have all these ideas that are great first dates for people. But sometimes after 10 years, you have to start first dating again. Yes. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for calling Good the night. rendezvous. Yes. More when we come back. Welcome back. It's a rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We just had a great call that came in. Noah. Yeah, Noah, 855-905-8255. That's our number if you want to chime in as well. But Noah was saying he's been in a 10-year marriage. That, and it's um, the flame isn't out. It's just a little dull. And, of course, it's going to be here and there in a very long-term relationship. I thought the benefit is they don't have kids, so they have the freedom to try new things, be spontaneous, reignite is much easier when you have that opportunity. So, and it's interesting because my sister Judith, who uh, have two kids. Yes. And has been married 13 years, then got divorced. And also a therapist said to me the other day, she said, listen, if you have kids to, to bring to this world and take care of them, there's a lot of energy that is devoted to the kids. Parenting is huge. Right. Okay. She said, and that helped us a lot. As the kids were growing, we realized we we're growing apart as a couple. Yes. We were, we were growing together as parents. Because your focus is on the kid yes. and not on but, each other. But she said, but it would have never lasted that long without the kids anyway. But is that a good last? It would have lasted, she said, like a couple of years, and then you move on. And she said, that's what she said for her. She said, I would never want to go back there. What I've learned is that, you know, parenting itself takes so much energy. Yes. But it hides all the rest of the problems because we're so focused on taking care of your kids. Absolutely. It becomes the only priority, especially if there's problems because it's easy to mask it with being busy that's with the children. Point. I want to talk more about that, Simon. Okay. I think that's so smart what your sister says. She Thank is a you. therapist. She and is. Anybody with kids knows or anybody especially that's been through a divorce that maybe has hung on a little longer than they should have because of children. Yes. Understands how it's very easy to mask your problems with the busy and the focus yes, of having children. Yes, it keeps relationship going forever and ever because of that. And I want to talk more about that when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. We're talking about um, being in a long-term relationship. This time, it, it was about a married relationship. Um, our caller, you know, they didn't have kids, but the spark was kind of going out. And I'm like, wow. How's the spark going out? There's no kids. You have several opportunities. And Simon, that brought us to your sister, who you can tell the story has been married, had been married for a long time, two kids. Two kids, 14 years married, now recently divorced and also a therapist. She told me last week, Simon, to be honest, I think when we both had our two kids, it kind of like hid the difficulties we had as a couple. And she said... It was a distraction it, from their were, own problems. Yes. Okay. Which was welcome at the time, so they never fixed the original problems. Right. She said to me, if I didn't have kids, believe me, I would not be with him for now. Right. And she said, as a therapist, many times people jump into having kids thinking it's going to help them to help the relationship. Oh, no, no, instead no. Of, instead of either fixing it or, like she said, recognizing we just should not be together anymore. Listen, but we don't dare to say it or work on it. Having kids, and I know a lot of people use children as a way to keep bonding each other. Like this will be a, a tighter bond because now we have a child together. If there's any cracks in your relationship, in your marriage, before you have children, trust me, 
Children is like throwing gasoline on the situation. Yes. It only makes it more fire, more hard, because you are not focusing on your relationship. You're focusing on something else. And kids are a lot of work, and kids cry, and they divide, you know, the time you have with your spouse. So anything that's wrong, it's going to amplify it. You have to fix those problems and make sure you're solid already. Yes. Now, the thing is, it numbs it, too. Right, because you're so. But that's fun- not good for the kids. Then well, you might be numb, but the children can pick up on those things because they're very sensitive and intuitive. And sure. they, you want to set a good example of what a, a healthy, happy, loving relationship should be. So if you're just in a relationship where there's a band aid and there's no, you know, love dynamic, you're not setting an example. Right, but in an ideal world, you're 100 percent right. Uh, in in my sister's case, like she said, it honestly, I don't think, and she said, I don't think I was ready to see the truth. Right, and that's usually it how it goes. took her 14 years later. And with women, with moms, I know, there's so much guilt, too. Yes. Especially if you know You're things right are on. not right, and you have your kids, and you feel like, oh, I'm a horrible mom. When I was with my daughter's father, I was with him for three years after she was born. Before she was born, it was bad. And I was like, there's no way this is going to sustain. After she was born, now there's a, a baby involved. I don't want to, you know, break up the uh, a family. Now I have mom guilt. I don't want to go through a custody fight. I don't want to drama, drama, drama. Yep. And you stay and you stay and you try. And sometimes you have to give yourself a break and yeah, realize. Many, many times. You, yes, many times. Many times you give yourself a little break. And it takes longer for some than others to realize what is healthy, what is toxic, and, and what you can live with and what your children should live with. But love yourself and you'll you'll find your way. Yes, and remember, there's no perfect parents. Absolutely no, not. That's what my parents said to me. We do the best we can. There's No no one can say I had perfect parents. Right. No Even one. the Brady Bunch. That yeah. was a single, two, two single parents show. coming together. Yeah. And everybody thinks that's a perfect family. Hey, that was a uh, not a nuclear family. No. It wasn't the perfect thing, but... It looked amazing on TV. It's not always what it seems. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> love yourself and love will follow. Okay, more of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. Thanks for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. If you missed any of our show, please check us out on our website, simonandangie.com. All the love, dating, romance, relationship topics that might apply to you but you missed, such as dating someone who has different beliefs than you. This came from Eliza the vegan, Mm -hmm. dating the meat eater, pushing meat in her face. It could be religion, politics, family values, whatever it is. If there's a big difference like that, It could be life or death for a relationship. Things you shouldn't do on social media when you're in a relationship. Um, Like our girl Mia, who called on date or dump uh, her boyfriend looking at gym glutes. I'll (laughs) let you guys figure that one out. Um, I remember. (laughs) Keeping long-term relationships exciting. You know, this was a 10-year relationship. Mm -hmm. It was a marriage. It's easy to sometimes let that spark dull. And how do you keep it exciting, Simon? That's where your Simon Says came in. Thanks, Angie. I said you should never stop dating your partner. Absolutely. Meaning one year in, two years in, 20 years in, 30 years in. You still have to romance and date your partner. So that's the secret of my parents, actually. My father always said, never take your wife for granted. Yes. I never take your mom for granted. I charm her, charm her again. And they will never stop charming her. I think when people think of marriage and hear that term, Marriage is work. It's misleading because this is the work we're talking about, making sure that you're scheduling dates, being mindful of your partner, um, bringing flowers, writing notes, little things, which doesn't seem like a lot, but it's day-to-day work. Maintenance. It's maintenance. You're maintaining your home of love. 
right? Date your wife. You know what I think. Date your husband. Yes. Great advice, Simon. All right. Thank you so much for listening tonight. Hopefully we helped you with some of your love and dating and romance issues. You can always send us an email if you need advice, simonandangie.com. Check us out on social, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Simon and Angie. And we're always here for you. Until next time, all the ooh-la-la and the rendezvous. (laughs) Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.